Hello, and welcome to the Playtest Podcast. I'm Dane Kabika, and on this episode, we'll be talking to Alex Nachita and Alex Nickney. We'll be talking about their experience in developing video games, and also about their exciting upcoming game, The Underground King. Please be sure to check them out at theundergroundkinggame.com, and also please rate and subscribe to this episode. It helps out by spreading the word. Thank you, and please enjoy this episode. Alex was telling me that he moved from you you guys both or Nick you live in Romania and Alex you moved from Romania to um Berlin, correct? Yes. And no? yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, how did you guys meet? Well, uh, I was on a Facebook forum, mm-hmm. uh, the indie game dev, and oh, okay. uh, I was working on another game back then. Uh, it's on hold, and I was bitching a lot because I've been working with uh, another uh, game programmer. I'm an artist. <laughs> I don't have right. any any skill in coding whatsoever. <laughs> okay. And uh, yeah, I I've kind of had to to let the project go because I had no programming for it and I was a little bit frustrated and Alex saw uh, some of my posts and uh, really uh, dig the art right so uh, yeah we kind of started from there I don't know Alex something uh, something else from your perspective (laughs) it was love at first post Well, that's great. That's kind of um, surprising to see, you know, people get together and collaborate so closely being obviously from, you know, different places and doing it mostly through Skype. I was reading somewhere, right? Have you guys actually, have you guys actually met each other like in person? No, we didn't even saw each other on webcam so far. No, wow. Okay. So, yeah. So you'll be surprised. (laughs) Exactly. We're keeping it after the game is successful. There you go. Well, there you go. And then you can uh, celebrate and, you know, maybe one day if you're successful, um, you can have a studio together. That would be kind of cool. Exactly. Exactly. So <laughs> leave it until then. <laughs> yeah. The so new um, say that again. The new blizzard. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, hey if you want to go that far sure why not so um what led you guys into wanting to make video games in the first place alex go first um well i've always liked to create things like when i was a child i used to create um crossword puzzles when i was at my grandfather's uh, tv or anything Mm -hmm. right uh, i've always been creative um if I if I didn't get to be a game developer, I said I would be a stand-up comedian because I also have a <laughs> disturbing sense of humor. <laughs> okay. And uh, then in, when I went to high school, my parents got me a computer. Um, Romania isn't known to have a rich economy, so the computer was kind of a major expense for the family. But um, what kind of computer was it? Uh, Pentium Four, I believe. Okay. Yeah, what's a painting for, right? <laughs> right. No, and but then it, you... it, it, it was a very big um, purchase for a family, and there was oh, no internet. Imagine. So right. all I had was um, 
uh, I had uh, Adobe Flash, which is uh, how most uh, old indie developers start out with. Right. And uh, I learned how to do Flash and programming generally very well because I wanted to impress a girl I liked in high school. <laughs> and it turns out that was a very stupid idea. <laughs> but, well, we found um, Nick instead, so, you know, it's not yeah. too bad. <laughs> and I'm more beautiful. <laughs> yes, that is true. <laughs> well, um, I've uh, been living with Flash for the past 10 years professionally. And, uh, oh, really? It, yeah, it got me... I actually wanted to be an developer like 10 years ago uh, after I finished college. And uh, the problem is, like Alex, I couldn't find someone serious enough to do games with. Because right. the artists either were uh, too young and uh, needed a... They weren't serious. They didn't know how much work it would take. They thought it would be just like a month. Right, and when and you were looking for um, for people to work with, at, at this point, what type of experience did you have yourself in um, just development? Was it all, like, independent? You're just, you know, all just you? Well, uh, I was the only programmer, and I'm the only programmer now. Okay. Uh, but I need the kind... I had a let's make a new MMORPG type mentality at the time. Right. <laughs> because All I right. thought that, oh, I got what it takes. But yeah. uh, no, the artist didn't, couldn't handle it. And uh, I kind of rage quit after that. So for the, like eight years, I didn't work in games. I worked in pretty much everything else. As right. uh, video editing software, chat software, everything but games. And, oh, uh, really? Okay. Yeah, three years ago, I got a job at King Games in Bucharest. Mm-hmm. It's like makers of Candy Crush and many other oh, okay, uh, right. mobile games. And uh, they closed the studio down two years ago because cutbacks and whatnot. Right. And uh, they said whoever wants to go to Berlin to continue the current projects because we're moving everything there, uh, let's talk. And it was a dream of mine to go to Germany because I like the language and the country. Right. Plus, it's a major strategic um, location in Europe because pretty much every conference and event is an hour or two hours away with a plane. Oh, really? And uh, Gamescom uh, Europe used to be in Germany, in uh, Köln. Mm -hmm. But yeah, <laughs> it got canceled uh, oh, the wow. same day I left job to become a new developer. No way, so really. Yeah. Also, Steam Direct was announced in the same day. That what was uh, announced the same day? Uh, Steam Direct. Oh, really? Oh, you know, wow. they're closing down uh, Greenlight and Steam Direct comes. So, yeah. Right. So, what was your experience at that studio, just being um, being there for the few years? And, I mean, what kind of... What was uh, the type of work you were doing there? Were you mainly doing um, programming, or were you a designer? Uh, I've always been a programmer and doing okay. side things at the same time because um, all the disciplines uh, intersect in many places. So right. uh, everybody that works at a game is also a designer right. by yeah. choice or implication. Like the sure. artists always uh, work with designers. Plus um, you have one or two game designers, so they need a lot of people to brainstorm with and, you know. Right. Um, and, and did you like your time there? 
Um, it was very interesting. I thought that I would have a lot to learn coming to an actual game development company, but it turns out that um, it's not very different with other types of software. Like it's a interface buttons. Right. But did it seem like, you know, in the work uh, workplace that everybody was really like excited about what they were working on or were the type of um, um, apps and games you were working on um, just kind of mainly trying to um, get everybody together to focus on one thing so it wasn't too much excitement or how how was the energy? Uh, no energy. Everybody <laughs> depressed and slow. <laughs> really? <laughs> Fuck this game. Well, the kind of games... <laughs> Uh, the kind of games uh, that King or Blizzard or Valve or any of these large companies make take yeah. uh, years. That's yeah. maybe six months of excitement, uh, brainstorming, uh, going early to work and going late from work. And then right. you get the tiredness, you get the repetitive, you know, the days blend together because it's the same thing over and over. And uh, yeah. myself, after two years, me being the last person hired in the team, Oh yeah, uh, I start to feel the same, and um, yeah, delays delays hurt the morale quite a bit. <laughs> and uh, right after we launched the game, uh, it's like uh, it's called Alphabet Saga, and it was a Scrabble and Match Three type game. Mm-hmm. Uh, after we launched it, they closed down the studio, which is a huge blow in morale for everybody involved. Oh, yeah, of course. And uh, for me, at least, I got to work on uh, Candy Crush Jelly here in Berlin. Oh, okay. Which was a, a totally different project, different code. I stopped uh, working in Flash and worked in C++, which right. I hate with the bottom of my heart. <laughs> so I'm guessing you don't use C++ now. Uh, no, I chose Unity, and I'm going to stick with it forever. <laughs> so how do you like working with... Uh, you use uh, C-sharp through uh, Unity, correct? Uh, yeah, C-sharp is pretty easy. It's pretty similar to Flash. Um, you don't get as much control as you would with C++. Right. But at the same time, you don't care. Like, I stopped caring, you know, whether I use spaces or tabs. Um <laughs> What's right, because it can be a little messier with C sharp, right? Uh, it's not that it's messy. It's just I don't care. It's not important. The player does not know what language you use. The sure. player does not care. Alex, uh, Nick uses um, Photoshop or Illustrator or GIMP or and, whatever. Right, and you're not trying to impress that girl anymore. So why even, <laughs> you know? Uh no, I got married. <laughs> oh, okay, great. Well, that, that's awesome. What did what is uh? We'll get to you, Nick. I don't want you to be you know sitting yeah, no out. Problem. But um, <laughs> what does your uh, wife think about you know the the game to, um you making video games? Well, um, a little bit of my backstory. I met my wife on the first day of college, uh-huh. and I thought that. After I did the first class in college, I realized how shitty it is, and I wanted to drop out after the first day. It I just didn't see myself. But I met her, and okay, I got to stick around, I guess. <laughs> and hey, this was wow. 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, well, eventually, she became a um, tester for an antivirus company. And when we moved to Bucharest, she said that I want to do a career change because testing is a dead-end job for me. 
and oh, we discussed okay. and uh, her childhood passion was to draw oh yeah and i uh, saw an opportunity that eventually i would quit corporate life and become an indie with her oh wow and uh, you know that would be an ideal couples doing indie games are an ideal setup because um, you just have a more intimate communication and you know no no judgments no sure incompatibilities well i don't know about judgment but uh <laughs> <laughs> but no, no that's uh, really cool yeah after 10 years couple. of marriage there's nothing um, you don't have any more problems you don't have any i don't know misconceptions or anything right right well that's, that's then, great to have that relationship yeah uh the, I, the initial plan was for me to quit king and uh, become a developer with her mm-hmm. but then i met alex uh earlier than the date i thought yeah and uh, he stole my heart exactly Ah, her replacement (laughs) well (laughs) let's go to you nick um or the other alex um the other alex yeah yeah (laughs) so what exactly um, made you want to get into video games and you know go on this crazy adventure and being an indie with um this the other alex yeah 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 well first of all it was a crazy adventure it's a hell of a ride I don't know if I, if I would knew if I uh, would have knew back then how it was if mm-hmm. I would uh, still doing it. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> he's a big pain in the ass, isn't he? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's it's a lifestyle, man. I mean, right. it's you can't say that it's uh, it will ever become a job if you're doing it with passion. It's sure. something that you do like fucking daily you know it's like you wake up you do this you go to sleep and sleep and dream about doing the same thing sure yeah and uh, it all started uh, like um in 2010 for me like strictly working as a, a game developer game designer um mm-hmm. i was back then in my childhood um, interested more in creating than in art uh, than in uh uh, making games i had no idea that making games it's something that you can do with no money right (laughs) right yeah Yeah. well then this day and age yeah sure exactly and that that wasn't the mentality for romania back then and it just uh, started to to grow up today you know i mean we've we are a few guys here and there working uh, as indie developers and um i don't know the mentality is that um it's it's so far behind like compared to america or any other big country and right. uh, so not knowing this stuff back then i had to like draw a lot um make some homemade cartoons and whatnot i found flash later on as alex did mm-hmm. uh, i started uh, losing weeks and weeks drawing uh, stickman figures fighting and then <laughs> not saving the project or flash oh, uh, bugging down and losing the files oh, and uh, yeah but it was fun i was doing it strictly as a hobby just to uh, lose some time you know Right. And uh, after that, uh, I started uh, making T-shirts and, uh, I don't know, uh, comic books and whatnot. 
because I like the idea of creating. Right. And uh, back in high school, I remember some guy told me that, uh, well, I have a friend of a friend that needs uh, an artist to work at a game. So then was uh, that was the first time I actually work on, worked on an indie game. Oh, and really? it was okay. fucking, yeah, yeah, it, it was fucking amazing because it's better than a movie, it's better than a book. I mean, you really can express yourself. And sure. that was amazing. Yeah, that was amazing to me. And oh, since nice. 2010, I kept working as an indie game developer, sometime full time, sometime after work hours. And I made every possible mistake as a game designer. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Well, that's and, okay. You know, you got to make mistakes to make the right ones, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and uh, this game right now with Alex, it's my 12th project, I believe. No, my... really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I said it's a hell of a, it was a hell of a ride. And, sure. uh, yeah, it's something that you need to love to, to do in the first place because if you don't, if you won't, you'll quit like in the second day. Right. And I would imagine both you guys have probably thought like, oh, I should just give up and do something else that's more, you know, uh, grounded. And, uh, you know, I know it, a lot of people have those, you know, feelings but you know if you keep be, going back to it you know why to stop? be honest i i never really thought that oh because, really yeah 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 honestly because it's something that however frustrating it might become it's right. still something i do with pleasure and it's fun right and it's a hobby even if it's a full-time hobby i can't call it a hobby right now because it's <laughs> work uh, <laughs> right now do you, yeah. you guys do this full-time now uh, now yes yes oh wow okay great we're pulling wow. triple shifts say that yeah. again we're pulling triple shifts oh right i could imagine Jeez. well how's it looking like you know you have this let's talk about the game you have the underground king and is this the first game you guys have um worked on together uh, yeah yeah okay and um how, how long have you been working on it so far uh, well, I, I came into the project later. He started with another programmer in a mobile uh, format in the beginning. And when I come, uh, when I came in the project, we switched to a PC, and we're still transitioning from a PC from a mobile UI and gameplay to yeah. PC type. And what was uh -huh. uh, what was the reason for the change? Well, first of all, this game was initially started in 2014, I guess. Okay. I made a small sketch of it, like drawings on napkins and stuff like that. Right, sure. And it had few iterations, because back then it was uh, inspired by the Voodoo People uh, song of Prodigy. The video the video of the Voodoo People song. Oh, yeah? Oh, 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 I know. I'm familiar with it, yes. Yeah, the guys running uh, folded in, uh, blindfolded in uh, a forest with yeah. booby traps and things like that. Yeah, and right. I love the idea of being a manager of something that crazy. You know, it was like mind blowing to me. And the fun stuff was that uh, the guy I've worked uh, in 2014, the programmer back then, sent me a weird uh, link. I don't know if it was real or not, but <laughs> the idea of it just blew my mind. Uh, there uh, were some sort of um, runners 
doing this life and death scenario, like mm-hmm. for real, somewhere right. in, in whatever town. And uh, yeah, that was the main inspiration for the game. And then Alex came. Uh, it had uh, some sort of mobile vibe. I wanted to port it on mobile. And we said, fuck it, let's uh, strip it down and build it again back up with uh, both our perspective. Awesome. Yeah. Well, now do you do you guys feel like now that you've switched to the PC that you've um, you're implementing a lot more that you would have on an you know app game? Um, it's different. Like um, on mobile on a tablet, uh, in, we wanted to do it on a tablet because uh, you have a lot more surface for everything. Um, you need to keep it simple. The buttons need to be, you know, large enough for people to tap right. but then small enough so they don't take the entire screen and uh, each platform comes with its uh, do's and don'ts mm-hmm. but uh, as it is right now it's very hard to publish a game on a um, mobile platform and um, you know live off it be successful right because you have these like streamlined like um, apps you have to go through or, or I guess companies like for instance like Apple oh. you have to pretty much get an okay with it but then they have only so much face for you know other people's products that you know you're really com- competing a lot so I could totally see you know what you're talking about but yeah it's so although you have like in 2016 you have half of the games ever released in a single year, last year. Uh, Most of them are like shovelware or clones or, uh, you know, Hello World type applications. So it's not that you're in competition because if you have a good product, if it's polished, if you, you know, put your heart and soul into it, it may not be the next, it may not be Half-Life 3, right? (laughs) Right. But um, it is something that you could be decently paid for and it, be enough for you to live and finance the next game. The oh, problem yeah. is that it, there's a flood of applications and there's no universal judgment that your game is more worthy to appear in front of people than yeah. someone else's. Sure, Even if and... that game is shit and yours good. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? It actually really ends up to where, you know, if you've, like you said, if you have made a polished game and if it's, you know, and even if it's, you know, stripped down and very simple, if it, people can just jump on it and play, then that, you know, gains so much momentum quickly. And I think that's kind of how everybody's uh, mentality is today is they kind of expect to be able uh, to be playing a game that, you know, is a, a lot shorter experience than some AAA titles because that's the, you know, kind of the most we've seen out there, which I think some of the greatest games have been, you know, shorter ones. And, you know, so I think the time you guys are getting into this and making this game, um, you know, couldn't be a better time. And you have so many platforms to um, d- develop, not develop on, but, um, you know, put it out there on. So, I mean, you know, you have... You have Steam and good old games, and the, of course you have the two um, console, P, uh, like PSN and the um, Xbox Store, and you know, so uh, yeah, that's a yeah. that's a pretty tall order to convert it to uh, consoles, actually. Yeah, because uh, the dev kit is expensive, and um, you have to you have to do a lot of politics with uh, console publishers. Oh, really? uh, what we are thinking about is um, a new 
web-based platform called Air Console, developed here oh, in Germany. Yeah. It's oh, really? uh, basically you use your uh, you use the games page as the game itself, and you use your mobile phone as a controller. Oh, really? So it's like a web-based console mode. Oh, interesting. Uh, it, and it's in HTML, so it's very lightweight, and you have thousands of games that are free to play. It's ad-supported. Oh, and, okay. Uh, we thought to strip down our racing part of the game without any math, without procedurally generated items and all that stuff. Right. It, it, just the racing part of the game and uh, launch it on Air Console. Uh, then we also target Switch because it's, again, um, it's the game is very intimate to play with. It's not that, you know, on TV with a controller in the hand. Sure. Thought to be. Right. But first, oh. we're gonna release it on PC, Mac, and Linux because it's it's enough. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Oh yeah. Well, you know, you'll you'll do plenty with just those, you know, systems. So you know, you should be all right. But yeah, we hope so. So um, <clears throat> I have a quick question, and just because I think it's a question that kind of um shows what how far your imagination goes, and you know, kind of. Uh, what the basis of what your um, kind of like skill set is. And it's just that if you had um, unlimited amount of resources to create a game, if you didn't have to worry about how much money you're going to make back or what consoles you have to uh, support, what kind of game would you guys create? Oh, that's a good question. Hmm. <laughs> You guys Binding. have like a dream project or anything like that that you've ever thought of, or maybe well, Witcher Four. <laughs> so you guys are gonna develop the new Witcher? Yeah, yeah. But um, it will be something original. I have a different perspective, so uh, I don't believe in virtual reality as it is at all. Oh no! Uh, okay. No, I, I saw too many people at conventions fall and hurt themselves to. <laughs> put any faith in it um okay what i like and hope in my lifetime to experience is like direct computer to brain connections so you enter right. you enter the computer in your sleep or whatever you're paralyzed and you control an avatar in the game and uh, then you have like time warping so you can live for months within the game uh, with seconds passing in real life and um, you said unlimited resources, so let's assume that exists. Um, <laughs> well, hey, it, that's, um, you've thought of it about it a lot, I think. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah. it's actually something that eventually, if I do make uh, the next Blizzard-type empire, <laughs> I want to develop uh, the technology or at least contribute to the technology. Hey, well, there yeah. you go. That's what you can do, you know. But uh, being honest now... I'm really enjoying what I'm doing. Uh, like this game wasn't made, wasn't toned down, toned down uh, in any way because maybe it wouldn't sell or crap like that. Sure. Uh, okay. Good. Yeah, it was like the initial idea. That not the initial idea, but it, we were honest to the game design, and uh, we said, uh, "Fuck it, if." 
people won't buy it, we will still make it because it's our game and uh, it will be, first of all, fun for us. Right. And uh, if there wouldn't be any Kickstarter support or anything like that, we would pay it from our own money. And yeah, we will still make it somehow because that's the mentality that I believe we both have or at least I have. I'm not... Uh, um, doing things first and foremost for the people. I'm sure. doing it for me as a gamer. You know, what I would like to play and what I would like to see most out of a game. That's what I'm doing right now. Oh, that's a great thing to be able to have. Would you think if you were ever, for instance, uh, offered a job from like a AAA studio to do you know, art and design, would you take it? Or are you just in a really comfortable place right now? Um, for the money right <laughs> now, yeah. But... 150000 a year. How about that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why not? <laughs> I would belly dance for those. That, for those <laughs> but uh, no, this is like, this is honestly what I like to do as an indie. I wouldn't do for any other company if we can do it now and have a little bit of success and then work another year on another another project, we would do that. And that's it. Right. And then Alex, so you've kind of gone through that kind of uh, the corporate mentality of uh, previous jobs. So, I mean, do you feel the same, I would imagine. Uh, I have a huge ass problem with authority, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, okay. When I, when I went to college, I expected to learn everything I need to know about computer science because all I had was like high school education and uh, programming, basic stuff. And I thought that, oh man, my brain is going to explode from all this knowledge. Right. But it was stupid bullshit and um, I really got pissed. And then when I went into corporate, I thought these people, these people actually do the do the software, they talk with the clients, and no, you had, you had people without any passion, people who only thought, only cared about the money side, and people who just, uh, you know, nine to five and nothing else. And um, right, yeah. I was disappointed, especially in management. Uh, bad decisions. It, right. It's good enough. Uh, fuck it, ship it, that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah. And uh, how I work right now is. Um, I'm not saying it's good enough. I'm just going to say we don't have any more time for it because um, after we launch it eventually, and we will, uh, I'm still going to work on it and fix my big-ass to-do list, <laughs> which I have. Right. Yeah. All the bugs, all the shortcuts we had to take, all the workarounds, I'm going to fix them so I can, you know, uh, I can make sure that I made something I am proud of. Right. Well, you know, it's great that you've had the um, education, too, to be able to, um, you know, learn and, and know how to program and be able to do that, especially as, uh, you know, two guys from, you know, Romania. You know, I think that's, you know, I'm not saying that's a, a small task whatsoever, because I think, you know, coding and programming itself is um, such a huge thing to yeah. have to learn. and. If there was um, someone thinking about, you know, getting into, let's say, the game industry or just making video games in general, what do you think your um, advice to them would be? And this can go for both you and Al um, Alex and Nick. Don't do it. 
(laughs) (laughs) No, uh, my advice would be be stupid, but be stupid as fast as you can. Like try everything that you want to try just to hit those mistakes faster. Right. And if you don't love it, and I really mean it, if you don't love it, don't do it because it will impact your uh, mental state a lot. Right. I mean, if you don't feel like that's what you want to do for the rest of your life, you will uh, practically get married to this thing, making games. Right. Yeah. I um, actually failed doing this. Uh, it's it's a very simple lesson that right now I take for granted, but nobody told me at the time. Uh, the only way to fail at uh, this or any any other thing, actually, is uh, to quit, which I did. And uh, thankfully, they pulled me back in. <laughs> um, so you quit once before, and now you're you're yeah per, um, per se working again. Doing my first job, my first uh, game as a MMORPG, multiplayer mm-hmm. online. Right. Uh, that was a very stupid idea. And if I had known at the time, I would have, you know, made a Flappy Bird type game, then make something a little bigger, release it, and so on, so on. So you went too big, you're saying? Yeah, I was too big and too stupid at the time. Right. Well, you know, uh, that could be... That could be a great lesson, though. I mean, you you thought you could do all of this, and then you know you you fell right on your feet and realized, you know, well, I have to do this in order to you know do what you're doing now. But you know, I mean, if you probably didn't have that lesson, if someone told you um, exactly what you're saying now, you know, you never know if it would have um, you know snapped uh, the way it did when you you know personally um, recognize your mistake. So. I mean, yeah, don't say you uh, don't say you failed because you know the little mistakes do count, and you know later on. I, so. I failed because I quit. That's the only thing. That's the only failure I recognize of me doing. I should have just um, kept at it, even right. if I stopped trying to be an indie and work have a full time job. I should have uh, worked um, on the side. Well, right. It's not like actually like quitting it's like taking a short break because i also did that i worked at ubisoft for three years Uh, oh really yeah 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 and uh, i kind of quit in a way but it wasn't really quitting because when i went home i drew a sketch of something or thought of another idea and things like that and it's okay to do that because you need to have some downtimes you need to Kind of gather your strengths and come back in strong again and do it. Yeah, right. Uh, One thing, one disadvantage of growing up in a, let's say, uh, behind the times country like Romania is that uh, we don't have any colleges or courses in game development. Right. And um, at the time, the community was also very spread in Romania. Now it's way better. We have like Facebook groups, we also started having a conference, a countrywide conference for game development. Right. And uh, back then, uh, I didn't have access to the re- the necessary resources or guidance. Um, what I would recommend for someone who wants to go into the game development now is uh, first go into corporate because 
they have it all. They have, right. you know, the latest software, the, I don't know, if you want to go into 3D programming, they have the best techniques, they have everything. It doesn't actually matter which company you go into exactly because, you know, people change from company to company and the information gets um, mixed. Right. Uh, you also have like Reddit and um, Stack Overflow now, which you can find all the information you need. Uh, I found a lot of tutorials on YouTube for basic things, like from from Hello World applications to launching a game on Android or uh, iPhone, whatever, from start to finish, I mean. Right. Um, we also get uh, here in Berlin, um, every two months there's a little uh, meetup where there's some uh, presentations and some play tests. And every now and again, we hear a lawyer or a doctor that decided to go into the game development. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah, and they said that um, they find it very easy to switch this um, to switch to this domain, which is game development, from <laughs> being a lawyer. And that's uh, they... bullshit. Right? <laughs> that's so much bullshit. It's easy. <laughs> Come on, dude. I, I don't know. That's what they say. <laughs> Um, well, you know, I've actually heard the same thing that um, Greg Rice, which is the um, oh, I can't think of his exact um, uh, title for Double Fine, but he's a producer, I think. And um, he was actually going to medical school and realized that, you know, he's always been a fan of video games and just thought he'd try it out. So he got hired at Double Fine, and now he's been doing it for about five, six years. And But he's a guy that has this whole background of, uh, you know, being a doctor, practically graduated already. And, um, yeah, I think, I think that's kind of like a really odd thing. I, I don't yeah. understand the connection of kind of like what you were saying, kind of like um, having that, uh, I, I don't know exactly how to explain, but I, I, like going through that kind of corporate side of things and being able to realize like, oh, it's, you know, it's kind of easy to make video games because it's the same thing. It's making video games. It's like being a surgeon now. But, um, <laughs> no, but, no, but what I'm saying that you have access to the resources. It's not sure. It's yeah, not, yeah. You, you don't pour your knowledge into your head. You still have to work your ass off. You still have oh, to make yeah. all the mistakes. But you have access to the resources way, way easier than um, uh, we used to have it. Right. Plus, after so many games that rose and fell, um, you have thousands of post-mortems uh, that appear, and you can find them on YouTube easily and uh, learn from other people's mistakes and their experiences, which is better because it cuts your time even shorter on making mistakes since you avoid other people's. Uh, right, like, yeah. For example, pixel games right now, there's a, there's a flood of pixel games, and they're not selling as well as they used to. Even yeah, though you have true, huh? games like Stardew Valley or uh, Undertale that are unique, and the game design is very delicious, and that's why they're selling. You have other games that are like pixel platformers, and there are just too many of them to, you know. Yeah, well, I think there is kind of... Um... 
in the last geez five or ten years and we've had like a huge flood of these pixel games and you'd have to realize you know um there's fads there's styles that come in and and go out and you know the next big thing will probably be you know again open world you know great looking triple a graphic type games that everybody's trying to make but not everybody can be successful because then there's going to be a huge flood of that so i mean you you do have to look at the market and you know what works and everything but um going back to um just getting into um game development um like i've seen this kind of um i see this thing where there is no really education straightforward for being a game designer or a game developer there's really just like a workaround like if you listen to people in the industry they're like oh well i did modding on the side and i went from for computer science but computer science could be you know um, many things i mean they're not going to teach you how to be a designer or um code for video games you know in college being a, you know going for a computer science degree um you know, so it's for the people that are trying to get in the game industry, now that it's, you know, such a huge and competitive world for video games, they're realizing that they can do it as a career at a young age, but they're seeking out that education, and a lot of the education, even in America here, they don't have because there's no degrees for it, you know. So, oh, here in Germany, they have colleges with degrees in... Um... Oh, really? Yeah, I, I was surprised. Uh, we actually went, to, um, me and a couple of guys, uh, we went to a college uh, of game design and part of their um, semestral task for their grade was make a game and launch it on Steam. Oh, really? Yeah, and uh, they would get judged based on the comments, you know, excluding wow. trolls. Uh, they would get uh, <laughs> grades based on the comments and feedback of the people involved. And I no was like, way. oh wow. my god. That's amazing. Yeah. And the students kept the rights for the game. So if the games made money, the students would get the money. Seriously? Like, really? Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. I wish I could hear <laughs> more of that around here. I, um, there's a college I go to, and um, they just started a game design degree. And what I mean by just started is, I mean, literally like last year they they put this uh, des, uh, degree um in line and so it's kind of interesting to see um where it's going to go and everything what you know what's going to happen if that's going to grow if more colleges are going to offer that because i do think it's like a great you know need you know i think these colleges have to recognize that you know it's not all about film and movies anymore and being able to get you know director degrees and stuff i think you know video games is oh man is huge yeah yeah so it's a start it's a start yeah yeah so would you think um going for since you um alex went to uh college for computer science right and um do you think that's a great way of getting in getting a start for game design or um creating games uh, well, I went to computer college in uh, a city called Yash, which was very close to my uh, birth city. Mm-hmm. And um, basically what they teach you there is making uh, websites or mobile applications. The... <sighs> I wouldn't say you learn anything, to be honest. <laughs> uh, each semester you have a different teacher in a different computer language. Um, it's like when you learn art, you also learn the history of 
I don't know, painting, which is not necessarily going to help you in your day-to-day life, but it's something. Right. Um, personally, if I had the choice to go back, I wouldn't have gone to college. I would have made more mistakes on my own or tried to get hired faster to learn the basics faster. Do you think if they had a more of like, a, like for instance, a game design degree rather than a computer science degree that you would take it and do that? Or do you like your experience? Uh, it's we we learn mostly theory, the, like we learned the databases, right? Mm-hmm. But we didn't learn SQL or anything. We learned right. theory of database, like relationships and information storage, which is okay. not it doesn't have any direct practical use. And that's the thing I had the most problem with because every uh, written or you know show me the program you made. I got uh, maximum grade on, but anything theory, like, please tell me the theorem of blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I right. always failed it because I'm a very practical person. If I don't put my hands on it and make it, it's it's a waste of my time. Are you very good in math, if you don't mind me asking? No. Oh, no? Okay. That's kind of strange then because so many people use, you know, programming as like, oh, well, you need to be really good at math in order to do it. And I mean, from my experiences, um, looking at it, I I can't see where it like really matters, you know, because I think you're, Uh, you know, telling a computer to do something, but it's, it does not really, you know, it's a computer language. You, You tell the computer what to do. Like even right. the words that the uh, symbols we use, like if, else, while, that's mm-hmm. like English. Right. Okay, every computer language differs. You have some that uses stars and symbols and parentheses and shit. And right. some that are very literal, like load file, file.xml, whatever. Sure. You, you tell the program what to do. It's not math. It's more like right. writing a living book. Right. Well, I have so many questions about it is because um, my girlfriend's actually uh, wants to get into a computer science degree and she's really into the whole programming thing right now. And, you know, it's something very new to her. And uh, so I'm very, uh, you know, curious about it, too, and how you get your foot, you know, foot in the door through, uh, of course, having the education to back it. And so, you know. I'm kind of scared for her because I know programming is quite a thing to take on, but, you know, I bet you feel the same, Nick, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're probably... I've tried it and I hated it. (laughs) Oh, yeah? Oh, God. So stick with the uh, art and design, right? Yeah, I've been sticking with pretty much everything because when I worked uh, in 2011 or something, Mm -hmm. I had a lot of programmers that worked for a week or two and then blew it you know they right. went to do something else and i i kind of said screw it i will do it on my own right and i learned pretty much everything music sound uh, video editing animation blah 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 everything and uh, i kind of struggled a lot with um, with coding because um i'm getting so so bored looking at those lines of text i can't focus at all at all no oh, so right. i said I'm the same way <laughs> yeah 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 and yeah. i don't know um asking the question that you said earlier with the art school with the mm-hmm. the school 
Right. Uh, I, I did the, the art school and nobody gives a fuck, man. I mean, <laughs> honestly, honestly, uh, there's no teacher that will tell you something more than you need to know for right. a high school or something for a, a university. Sure. And um, you need to learn by yourself. And that's what I did in uh, that's what I did with art. That's what I did with game design. That's what I did with everything. Because if you like it, you'll do it either way. And right. uh, if you have a teacher that will pay attention, then you're the luckiest man or woman alive. Right. And so it's, did you get a degree in um, art? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I finished it. And it was a piece of cake. I mean, we had sure. one hour a week or something like that. And oh, really? Jeez. Yeah. Nobody paid any attention to it. <laughs> it was like yeah you're here i'm taking the money well go home <laughs> right so you it's pretty much for the certificate and not for really the exactly. experience then yes yes right all right well you know okay great well thank you for answering all those questions you know because i think you know uh school is so important i mean college is so important these days because so many uh companies um look at your resume and want to see that of course of course the uh experience as well but yes. so but many it's, people it's different from america to europe because here um uh we don't pay for college or at least uh, you know not one million dollars like you do in right. America. <laughs> right. Yeah, here um, you have the community colleges and then of course the universities, but you gotta be have a brain to get into those too. So Yeah. <laughs> uh when we when I went to college we had like eight hundred people in my year. And at the end we were when we actually graduated and got our diploma, we were around seventy. Uh, oh my so it's god. Like Are you kidding? Only 10%. Yeah, no, I'm not. No, the same uh, was uh, in art school. I, yeah, the, the first thing. in the first semester, half of the people drop out because they made a mistake or um, I don't know for one reason or another had to enroll there. Uh, there are several types of computer science, so there's uh, like a computer science college more focused on hardware than software. Right. For you know, compute actual computers, the circuitry of it. And some people transfer back and forth like that. But yeah, about 70 people when right. I finished. Wow, that's crazy. I mean, here, the, the college I'm going to is a community college. And what that means is it's pretty much you don't, um, like anybody of any age can um, obviously go to uh, go to college and pay for it. Or, of course, get, um, you know, funding from the government if you, you know, if you pass. Anyways, not getting into all that. But um yeah the drop dropout rate is like huge and it's like it's not like it's like a bad school or anything it's just the fact that you know um people sometimes take uh degrees that they know they they're not gonna finish and you know it's kind of it's sad but you know it's the reality too and you know so i don't know Uh, i mean uh, here in europe they ask for um not everybody asks for computer science degree. Like the international uh, companies ask for it because it's a, a very easy to ask proof of competency. But most people, most uh, companies ask in the job offer a computer science degree or equivalent. And equivalent might mean a year or two of actual a different job. Right. So college is not that important in Europe. 
because you have so many alternatives, so many, like here in Germany, for example, you have an apprenticeship, which is a government-recognized training course, which oh, yeah. is uh, equivalent to doing college, even better, because it's you and the master, and they oh, like, really? teach you directly, yeah. Oh, that's so strange. That's so different. <laughs> yeah, but who cares how you got your education, right? As long as you have a proof or um, yeah. skill, can prove it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here it's like with the um, big companies. If you just look at their um, the applications or you know their jobs uh, jobs for the company, they say um, like this degree with like four years of um, you know or two shipped AAA titles, and you're like thinking like okay well then i gotta stop looking at the companies that are really big because they're asking for all this experience so you go to the smaller companies and they say all right only about one triple a title and you're like okay now i gotta look at a smaller maybe an independent studio let me see and it still is asked for that degree and that experience and it's like well then how the hell do you get into the game industry if you need to ship something you know well so, just so just so you know, uh, it's just the front. I mean, right. I never sh uh, showed my degree where I work. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. And they only care if you have the right skill to do it. And the degree is more for law stuff, whatever. It's like confirmation. Yeah, you know? yeah. They are covering their asses in a way. Right, yeah. So do you think it's mainly based on like the um, self-taught experience that, you know, for instance, like you guys making a game together, let's say this was your first thing you've ever done. You're, you know, 20 years old and, you know, you're making um, your, your first game. Do you think that this experience you're having right now is um, more positive than it would be to, um, for instance, get like a, a master's in computer science or game design or something like that? If the game was successful. <laughs> Do you think that plays a big part on getting hired? Yeah. Not, I mean, not in getting hired, but in... Uh, there was an example. I don't know. The guy who made the um, uh, Stanley's Parable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, he had success with his first game. And that's a huge mistake because if you do it from the first try, it's a fluke and you won't repeat it again. You'll have a harder time uh, having success with the first game. But having success with the first game will surely hire you uh, to a larger company. Like, for example, I don't know, you're going to... Ubisoft or EA or whatever. If you show them, even if you made something on mobile, you know, like I did this thing, I had initiative and uh, say that you love all they did. You know, I love your games. Your games are the right. best EA. Your stuff is amazing. <laughs> right. And then you're hired. Of course, you need to have also the skill for that particular job. And that right. skill you can learn by yourself. I mean, I don't know. It's not that hard you just right you just have to have the passion it has to be exactly. what you want to do exactly yeah. and well, uh, in king bucharest we had a game designer who got hired solely on the fact that he had the game review channel on youtube really yeah and he had like a couple of hundred views per <laughs> video because it was buying, a dominion they were buying his audience weren't they 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's like 200 people per, oh, per okay. video. Okay. But he he made very in-depth. It was in Romanian. It was for Romanian public, so he didn't have a lot of views. Oh, and okay. um, he had such in-depth um, study of the games that it was enough for him to qualify to work. And really? He, yeah, he acted as a game designer to not point out mistakes, but patch up the places where game design wasn't fun or it was too hard to understand. More like a debugger of game design kind of situation. Right. If he if he made a review on that game, what faults would he find, right? That kind of sure. mentality. Right. I guess that's kind of what a designer is. You know, you got to point out what's good and bad pr pretty not, much to... Not necessarily. What? There, are, I found that there are uh, many types of designers and most of them didn't start out as game designers. For example, I had a very good friend who's um, who wanted to become a translator and he knows like six or seven languages wow. apart from English and Romanian. Yeah, he wanted and uh, he switched to game design and he found that um, creating the stories and characters and events like lore Mm -hmm. uh, he found it very easy and very fun and it gives the games he works on a lot of depth so he's a narrative game designer so oh, wow. kids you need to learn something and then you will be a <laughs> game designer hey there you go <laughs> it, it almost doesn't matter what skills you have or what you like exactly. like the doctor that wants to become a game designer he could Make a game like uh, Surgeon Simulator, you know, the game. <laughs> right. Or if you're a physics teacher, you can make a Goat Simulator for, you know. Yeah. Sure. It's fun. You can take any discipline and uh, somehow integrate in a game. Right. Well, you know, I think that's nicely put and kind of, you know, helps out anybody listening to realize, you know, what they need to do and what they need to know if, um, if they want to make video games. And it's pretty much saying you know um just want to make video games <laughs> want to be really into them you know exactly so, yeah you know that's great well um so what do you guys um you know expect from the underground king and what's coming that we can all you know look forward to well right now we're working on a demo we have on the 23rd like next tuesday uh, I have a playlist here in Berlin for that event that happens every two months. And after that, we're going to finish our Kickstarter page because on the 6th of June, we will launch a Kickstarter campaign. And our Greenlight, Steam Greenlight. And uh, yeah, launch it on Steam Greenlight. Uh, make a public demo for people to enjoy, yeah. give feedback. All right, great. And anybody can access that right, right from your uh, website, right? We're going to put on our website, on our Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram. We're everywhere. Okay, Just, great. Yeah. All and, right. And uh, a month later, we're going to um, hopefully we'll get greenlit by then and, um, you know, start actually developing on Steam. Yeah. Well, that's that's awesome to hear. Well, I'm I'm really happy for you guys, and I really look forward to the Underground King. And you know, I'll um, I'm gonna stand by here and you know play the demo as soon as I get my hands on it. And so, you know, thank you guys so much for being on the podcast and you know supporting me and you know what I'm doing and you know so I really appreciate it and 
had a lot and of fun same, talking to you guys. The same here. Thank you a lot for having us. It was nice to, to be here. And uh, yeah, see you soon. Yeah. All right. Great. Thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right. Bye -bye. Later, guys. Thank <laughs> you.